Welcome back to the Practically Spiritual Podcast. This is Jessica Palmer of Jessica Palmer Official. I'm a breakthrough coach and personal development specialist. I'm all about helping people ditch existing mode, survival mode, and activate what I call thrive mode. So I've created this podcast in accordance with my mission, which is to create collective change through conversation and remarkable transformational experiences. So grab a coffee, grab a wine, whatever, whatever you like at all. And I hope you enjoy this transmission. Hey guys, welcome back to the Practically Spiritual Podcast. I'm super excited about this next guest and I cannot wait to ask her all the questions under the sun. So who is our next guest? Our next guest is the amazing Kate Shiffy Gray. So she is known as the Spiritual Compass and dedicates her life to empowering conscious leaders. She guides people to discover that they are their answer and the creator of their own realities. Kate has successfully built a seven-figure business and a global conscious impacting brand. Welcome, Kate. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. I know. I'm so excited. I have such a good feeling about our conversation today. Me too. Um, Yes. So if you could, um, let's just get straight into it. So tell us about your medicine. Wow. So my medicine is allowing people to demystify the human experience, to integrate the spiritual side of who they are so they can then step forth and use their superpowers, particularly in in business or leadership, to help make the world a better place. Yeah, Uh, I I do this with plant medicine, so psychedelic therapy, somatic therapy, self-inquiry, and then business skills, um, basic marketing, sales, things like that. Amazing. And tell me, um, you know, I feel like people don't just kind of wake up and roll out of bed and go, I'm going to be a medicine woman. I'm going to do plant medicine and help the world and change the world. So can you tell us a little bit about how you got into this line of work? Sure. That's a great question. So for me, the path started, well, I started taking psychedelics like most teenagers in Tasmania. And coincidentally, I'm in Tasmania right now. Um, so it's funny that I'm talking about this like there's not a whole lot to do down here when you when you're young so yeah a lot of us and there's a lot of magic mushrooms so growing up we took a lot of magic mushrooms um but what happened for me was that I, I kind of went off the rails in quite an extreme way and ended up with a meth addiction and from this meth addiction uh, when I had the moment of going wow like I really need to clean my act up um, which that happened for me when my dad passed. I think there's nothing like facing death that really makes us question whether we're living or not. And so I looked into alternative ways of helping myself with my addiction because of all the systemized ways that are common, like in Narcotics Anonymous um, and psychotherapy and psych- psychology, counselling, drug and alcohol counselling, it wasn't working for me. And I was just finding my problems seemed to be amplifying. So I looked for a different route and that's how I discovered um, using like psychedelic medicines uh, combined with meditation and yoga to help me let go of that addiction fully. Wow. Yeah. It, it honestly is seriously just like quite the story. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's yeah. like sometimes I feel like, is this even my life? Like I feel like I've yeah. lived so many lifetimes in one. Yeah. A book is definitely coming 
a oh, book. Oh, I feel like <laughs> it needs to, like, and then that book needs to become like a fully fledged blockbuster movie. Oh my god, Netflix special! Like, <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm calling in. I'm calling that in for you. Oh Net- my Netflix, god, thank you. Um, special, yeah, absolutely. Yes. We all want to see yes. that. I would. Oh my god, I think Charlize Theron should play me just quietly. Oh my know. god, yes. <laughs> Yep. Okay. Hang on. That, I'm cementing that in my mind for you. Yeah, that's you. happening. And it's done. And Brilliant. It's done. Yeah, it is. No, it is. It's done. It's happening for sure. For sure. So, um, you know, there's a lot of um, questions around yeah. plant medicine mm. and, you know, what a, I feel like there's quite a wide spectrum of yeah, different types are. of plant medicines. Would you mm-hmm. be able to share a little bit more about, about that? For sure. So, I mean, plant medicine, like I use the term psychedelics uh, or entheogens, which in I think it's Latin means awaken the divine within, which I think is absolutely mm. the most beautiful like description of actually what these medicines do. Um, because mm, some of them are, yeah, some of them are not from plants. Some of them are from um, like we have 5-MeO-DMT, which I think Mike Tyson's just kind of made really famous because he's recently experienced it and he said that it, it changed his life forever. That comes from a toad. Um, the toad doesn't get killed. They secrete like the gland on the toad and they take the toxins. So they don't always come from plants. Uh, a lot do, yeah. Um, and you have um, then cambo, which is non-psychedelic, but it's a powerful medicine. And that comes from the secretion of a green tree frog. So the monkey frog. So there's like different stuff. It doesn't always come from plants. So I generally use the word entheogens or psychedelics. Um, mm. There's so many. And like it, what you'll find is there's a book by Graham Hancock. And most cultures throughout the world, throughout their history, like most Indigenous cultures have some form of medicine whether it's from animal or plant that they've worked with to give them access to you know dimensions beyond what our physical eyes can see so they can gain wisdom and healing for their people and for themselves so this is an ancient tradition it's only in this judo-christian kind of western society where you know in the late 60s they started to outlaw it because i think they saw the power of what people were seeing you know which is beyond what we're taught to believe and it became a big threat um, but these medicines have been used, you know, for hundreds of years through all Indigenous cultures across the world, including Australia. Our Aboriginal people have used the acacia, which is our national plant, which is hilarious. Um, yeah. <laughs> our emblem. Wow. So this is not something new, but it is something incredibly powerful, which I think has been illegal and outlawed for that reason. Yes, yes. And I guess, um, you know, with how how you go about the way the way in which you use it because it's really it's it's the intention it it seems to me like and look let me just firstly preface this by saying I literally know basically nothing about plant medicine (laughs) um yeah like I literally has haven't even had like marijuana or anything Mm -hmm. yeah 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 that's (laughs) all good that's 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 cool and that's why I'm like yeah let's ask all these cool questions yeah so it's it seems to be the intention that's that's the vibe that I get that it's the intention in which you use it um and the people that are supporting you while you're doing it yeah that makes the difference is that right totally like intentions everything so you know what's yeah intention basically defines you know whether it's a recreational um, detachment from myself because these medicines can act as a de- 
as you know a detached not all of them like things like ayahuasca there's no way that you can use it as a, a distractor or a detacher like it's just too powerful but you know magic mushrooms in some contexts could be used as a way to detach yourself from reality and to disassociate from your problems if they're done without intention and in the wrong environment um so intention defines whether they're ceremonial um mm. like i mean I say they have personalities and obviously plants don't or, or medicines like whether you know they don't have personalities per se they don't have bodies but they have like unique energy signatures so even yeah. if you take them without intention like they can still give you really powerful powerful lessons um yeah but if you if we want to talk about responsible use intentions paramount Yes, yes, absolutely. And like, what are the, some of the, um, you know, what have been some of the results that um, and breakthroughs that people have had um, mm-hmm. under your leadership um, yeah. doing this? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So one of my favorite of all time is a gentleman who um, came with severe PTSD and alcoholism. And from one, this is just one retreat. Like he, he most people come back multiple times and he has but these were results after one retreat. And I guess this is why he came back, but he was yeah. able to um, completely cure his alcoholism. Wow. And, and that's been over a year now. That's been coming on 18 months. And what's profound about him is he's still able to occasionally socially drink. Now, anyone who has any kind of understanding about addiction, you know, particularly alcoholism, when you have the, the concept of AA is that they, they, um, they then kind of demonize the alcohol and, they, you know, they don't want to ever have it. They stay away from it, which for me is another form of a prison, right? That feels like another prison. I've lost freedom. Whereas he has since then been able to have like one or two drinks and then not continue drinking. Like, and that to me is winning. Like that's freedom. That's actually overcoming an addiction. Yeah. You know, addiction yeah. being birthed from, from lack of connection. From yeah. From trauma, yes. lack of connection to self. So the medicine connected him to his truth. And he was ready for that. So he didn't need to use anything else to do that anymore. That's so powerful. And, and um, you know, I feel really called to share here is that I, I, I really do understand what alcoholism, alcoholism is like. Yeah. Um, not from, from me personally, but um, it's actually coming up to three years. Yeah, so three years ago tomorrow my husband actually found his best friend after he committed suicide. Wow. Wow. Yes. Yes. And we actually named our daughter after her. Um, I have three, but um, so Selena, Selena was named after Salin. So he was like, I literally married this guy when I married my husband. Like I was always like, oh, yes. So, um, and when he found him, it was just so painful. Yeah. It was so painful that alcohol is what he turned to 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 really stop feeling he needed to feel numb it was just all too much for him um and at that time obviously you know I'd actually already given birth to another baby like the year before so I had two children within 15 months wow Yes, yes. So, and I now have I now have another baby, which you can hear in the background. So cute. Yes. yes. So she's always, you know, she's like an extra guest host mm. on this podcast. She's beautiful. Yes, my little nugget. <laughs> um, but he struggled with that big time. So I, I get what you're saying when you're saying they feel like they're in a prison because 
it means they absolutely cannot touch it again. Mm, Exactly, exactly. And, you know, it leads me to like, you know, bring up the question that I feel like we demonize the thing. Like we go, well, yeah. alcohol's bad, drugs are bad. Yeah, you know, that's, the, that's the problem. You know, and when exactly. it's deeper than that. Exactly. Yeah. Like they're tools to disconnect. They're yeah. not the problem. We are the problem. You know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I believe that so wholeheartedly. And, you know, I'm happy to say that, you know, he has overcome, mm. um, overcome his addiction. Beautiful. And I'm extremely proud of him. Um, and it was something that was incredibly tough. Mm. Um, to go through um but he's come through the other end Mm. but definitely connection and overcoming addiction is something that I'm massive on yeah it's it's I mean we're all addicted in some way that's the thing like yeah and it's only because our society and culture like you know tells us that you know alcoholism's bad drug addiction's bad so but what about sugar addiction what about caffeine addiction what about Mm. you know these things that are normalized and accepted there's still addiction social media it's still an addiction like with oh big time huge big time so I guess you know the message there is that like connection is the cure yeah yeah connection to self like I think what happens with a lot of addicts is that they then you know they'll meet somebody and then their addiction or their connection or their source of 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 healing is external to themselves and that's why plant medicine or psychedelics and theogens is so powerful because they bring us back to the connection that is within us you know what you're looking for is where you're looking from like that was coined by saint francis of assisi like centuries ago but it's it couldn't be truer when it comes to the sickness that's plaguing our culture you know this disconnection Yes. And I, and I love that because the truth is people, you know, people are always going to this workshop, that mm-hmm. doing that program, mm-hmm. this program, when really that they are, they, they can be their own healers, right? Yeah. Yes, totally. And, and that's why, you know, entheogens are so powerful and, and why, uh, you know, people go, oh, I feel like I've done like 25 years of personal development in a 10 day retreat. And it's because ultimately you have, because all of the personal development and workshops, they de-layer us to get to the point where we connect in. Well, they should, they, they should not that I'm big on shoulds, but that should be the point. Yeah. <laughs> they shouldn't be yes. perpetrating that they're the answer to your solutions. No one is the answer to your solutions. That lies within you. So the medicine just yeah. gives us that direct access into the truth of who we be, which is whole and complete. And that's why it's so powerful when combined with other techniques, it's like it's an unstoppable solution and formula to what's plaguing our world right now. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I really loved one of your posts. I think, I think it may have been yesterday, but it was about owning your own narrative. Mm -hmm. So it's taking ownership (laughs) of your shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So could you maybe shed a bit more light on your thoughts on that? Yeah, for sure. I I think, you know, uh, people seem to think I, I diss the spiritual community a lot and I, it's not that I, I do, I just think like anything, human beings love to create, love to disempower themselves by giving ourselves reasons why we are certain ways because what it does is it makes us feel more comfortable. It brings us back to a sense of familiarity. But what's happening now in the spiritual community is that, you know, people are looking for answers as to why they don't feel right or good and they're being given answers, you know, that are based on something outside of them. You know, you're not feeling good because, you know, the karmic um, imprint you brought into this life means that you're going to be bad with yeah. money forever. 
And then yeah. people yeah. then take that narrative bullshit. on. It's total bullshit. bullshit. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm <laughs> sorry. I just had to say that. No, mate, go for it. Good. <laughs> exactly. And this is rampant. You know, I'm this way yeah. in my relationships because my husband killed me six lifetimes ago. Again, bullshit. Like, it's disempowering us for actually being the creators of our reality, which we are. And if we look at quantum physics, like if we look at Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, we're literally transmuting like vibes and frequencies out. We're antennas. So if we look at the very truth of who we be in this moment, we can completely overcome anything we've carried in from any, and I'm not arguing we could carry stuff in, you know, possibly we do, but in this moment, the cosmic joke of all of it is we can change it in an instant. We just have to choose a different narrative. Exactly. I mean, I've had, I've had some clients say to me, um, you know, I'm a Sagittarius, so I can't do X, Y, and Z, like whatever it is. And I'm kind of like, well, I'm a cancer and they're over emotional and love to just like hide in a shell. But do you see me doing that? No, I'm still showing up because I choose to show up. Correct. 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 It's a choice. You know, our reality is a choice, period. Um, people hate it, hate hearing that, but it's the truth. Like the, there's, it's the it's truth, the truth. <laughs> period. Yeah. And it, it really is making that conscious decision that you are going to take ownership of your life mm-hmm. is the best decision you can make in your life. Yes. Yes. Because we, it's the only way you'll take control of your yeah, life. Exactly. Well, we, we all, you know, I think being with my dad when he died was so profound because what it did is slapped me in the face with the fact that I'm going to die. And, yes. and many of us just put stuff off because we, we, we can ignore that fact. But the fact yeah. is we don't actually even know when that moment's going to come. So what are you waiting for? Like why do you just continue to exactly. subscribe to disempowering shit? Change it. Like just change it. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And for me, you know, what you're saying when it comes to, you know, facing death, mm. when, you, when you see death and you see the pain and you, you see, oh, my God, like I'm actually – like I see my mortality. Mm, yes. It shakes you up inside and you're like, I gotta get my shit together. Yeah, exactly. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise yeah. we ignore stuff. Like it just seems to be, you know, things are uncomfortable in our society, like, you know, coming from like the whole concept of this built on this judo Christian idea of of separation from God, separation from state, like we are so good about not talking about things that need to be spoken of and facing off with things that are uncomfortable and mm. it's, you know, dysfunctional. It is. It is so dysfunctional. It is so dysfunctional. And I think how do we, how do we get to a place where, you know, a lot of people have these awakenings because something intense happens in their yeah, life, right? Yeah. Something really intense and they're like, I don't want to end up like that person or that was really painful. I need to do whatever I can to overcome it. And they turn their pain into power. But how do we impact the people that perhaps haven't experienced these types of trauma Mm -hmm. to still help them raise their consciousness? Mm. Yeah. So I'm very big on being the change that you want to see in the world, which is a Gandhi quote. And I really believe that's all we can do. We can't, verbally help people that you know don't want to be helped naturally they're just going to ignore us and ultimately we, we can't help people that aren't ready to change as well like that's one thing I, I know with working with clients is that I can't want it more than they do like in the beginning I used to take people on that and I was so I was more invested in their vision than they were and it wouldn't work so 
all we can really do is be the change that we want to see in the world. And then through the way that we be, people begin to notice without us saying anything and they come to their own revelations, which is far more powerful than us telling them how they should be. Yes. Oh, it's so true. It's so true, that whole leading by example. And that comes back to the energy that you're putting out to the world again, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, be the source of what you're seeking, you know. Neil Donald Walsh, Conversations with God, it's like it's profound. Like being the source is how we create what it is we're calling in. We be the source. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I just love it. Yeah, me too. I love it. (laughs) I know. There's just, oh, I'm just feeling so much love and so much inspiration from you right Ooh, now. I'm so glad. I'm ditto, sister, ditto. Yes, yes. So I guess the next thing to step into is, you know, when it comes, there are so many um, coaches, spiritual practitioners, healers, all the things. And like you said, a lot of them struggle to to perhaps take the practical steps towards monetizing their mm-hmm. um, their gifts and also, you know, expanding the reach um, of what they have to offer. Yeah. So, so as someone that really, um, really helps leaders in this space, what is your advice? Let go of all narratives around right and wrong when it comes to anything in your life because everything is a tool for a deeper level of awakening. There is no good or bad like period you know money's not unspiritual on the base level it's just energy and it's energy that we can use to make change period that's it like just let go of the story that's the first thing like and then and then observe observe where you're feeling contractions or you're feeling triggered because they're untruths and then let them go and just keep moving forward like failing forward find somebody who can help you I love failure yes it's the best. Is so good. The best. Get a, have a good re- people. If you're listening, listen to this right now and write it down. Have a positive relationship with failure. Yeah, totally. Become friends with totally. failure. Totally. Failure. Totally. Yes. And that's the thing, right? Like that's another narrative we have. Oh, I don't want to start because I don't want to fail. Well, you can't fail if you keep moving forward. It's impossible. Yes. So exactly. I mean, that's. I mean, that's the number. I know it sounds really esoteric and metaphysical, but. It is like the number one thing, like the, the only reason your reality is, is a result of your internal state. So if your reality yeah. is not reflecting back to you what you're consciously saying that you want, that there's a block somewhere and it'll be the stories you're yeah. telling yourself. So assess and analyze the stories you're telling yourself and where you're limiting yourself and work on letting them go and just continue to move forward no matter what. The universe likes momentum results come from momentum like period like you've got to build the momentum if you slow down and then it's another story isn't it oh I need to rest I'm you know what I work 16 to 18 hours a day seven days a week and I've done that for a long time and I've never had more energy in my than I ever have in my whole life because I let go of that story yeah yeah and also you know see you've become so um so connected with who you are that you're just in a state of being, right? Yeah, to- totally. So my internal state, it's not always quiet. I do get annoyed and triggered. I'm not perfect. I'm still human. You're human. I'm human. Yeah. But most of the time the internal state is peaceful and the body is in action. Yes. Yeah. And I, I feel the exact same way. Um, you know, a lot of people, you know, 
a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, why are you doing all of these things? How, how do you have the time to do that? And I'm like, well, I've decided that I have an abundance. I used to have a limiting belief around time. Like I don't have enough time. Yeah. And I realized that, no, actually I, I have an abundance of yes, time. Yes, totally. I decided I had it. I decided it was easy, so it is exactly easy. Exactly right, exactly right. It's so true. Like people will often ask, you know, well, how do I do this? I'm like, you just do it. Yeah. You don't. Yeah, it's, it's very black and white. I feel the exact same. Yeah. I think, you know, and like these narratives that people are telling, these stories, these limiting beliefs yeah. that they're continuing to buy into, yeah. essentially they're actually overcomplicating their own lives and they want life to be easier exactly exactly and yet they're overcomplicating their lives with these bullshit stories yeah it's the stories we tell ourselves if your reality is not a reflection of what you want you're telling yourself the wrong story then you know it's exactly what you're saying right like when people go how do I do it you go you just do it they go oh but you know I'm I'm in fear you feel it and do it anyway like you just do it like you don't the stories you're telling yourselves are just a computer program they just pop up exactly. on your screen. Now you get to choose whether you listen to them or not. So don't listen to them. Keep acting. Keep moving forward. <laughs> Period. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely, you know, make no mistake. Like like you said, Kate, like you are human. I'm human. And the other thing is that with leadership is there's always a next level. Even yeah. if you're, you know, you, everyone is a leader in some way, shape or form. Yeah. But there's always a next level of leadership that's going to push you out of your comfort zone and you're going to have to push yourself even further. So for yourself, Kate, mm. how are you currently, um, you know, trying to push yourself to that next level? Yeah, wow, that's great. Like that's really, I want to just frame something you said there. It's like if it's easy, like yes, there's I call it effortless effort. So although there's mm. effort, it feels peaceful within that effort. So there's still work. But there's something like there's a sweet spot where you're just like, it doesn't feel like it's hard. But if other people looked at it, they'd be like, oh, that looks really hard. But you don't feel that. There's a sense of synchronistic flow that comes from that hard work. So when, when we're, if you're not pushing, then you're not doing it right in that sense. And I don't yeah. want people to think I mean physically push from a place of lack or scarcity. But if you're not feeling yeah. uncomfortable, if feelings of fear are not meeting you, throughout the day then you're not actually pushing your edges so how I do that is I find my edges like I just literally signed up this morning with um, a business coach who sold one of his companies for 333 million dollars I think it was <coughs> like 10, wow, 10 years ago and I did that because I know he's going to push my edges and like I'm quite successful and success is a comfortable place to hide so I'm always looking at yes. where am I hiding where can I go next level cool I've got this now how can I scale it how can I make my, my message go further? You know, where are the loopholes? Where is it not actually in complete flow? Let's look at that. Let's shift that. Hire someone to help me with that. Like I'm always looking to surround myself with people that are going to raise me higher and are going to push me more, that are, going to, that are already where I want to be and that automatically I push to rise to them. It just happens unconsciously. So that's how I do it. Yes. And I think as well is you do get to a point when you make that conscious decision, when you know, you actually understand the value of these actions that you're going to take, the value for yourself and the impact it's going to have on others. Mm, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and that, you know, it happens by when you be your truth and you yeah. go first and you forge the way, 
you know, the impact happens from the overflow of how you be and it's it's profound. That's yeah. leadership, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly, you know, that's actually what happened with my husband, yeah. um, with his experience because, yeah. you know, there was also a lot of other things that, that had happened prior to that. So I'd suffered from PTSD, yeah. postnatal depression, and then this happened and, you know, there's a lot more to the story. Yeah. I think I need a movie yeah. Netflix special yeah, too. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's done. We're both going to go to Netflix yes. and, and, and propose our um, our packages. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just being the example, making a conscious decision myself that no matter what, I'm just going to be the best version of myself that eventually rubbed off on him. Mm -hmm. And he was like, okay, I better step up my game. Oh, wow. She's changed her life. It's actually, it's possible because you think that it's impossible until you have evidence. And when you have the evidence, you're like, oh, well, if there's evidence, then I can actually do it I'm going to go and do it yeah exactly exactly right and that's the part because our internal you know whether you want to call it your ego your safety mechanism it wants evidence it's safe for us to change so when we be that for other people we're giving them evidence that it's safe for them to do that as well exactly exactly I I love being a permission slip for people yeah totally it's it's powerful like that's how we can change the world like and I think that's really important that people I guess clear their own heart of you know of violence before they try and create peace in the world and that's often where we kind of we go a little wrong so if you be the change you want to see in the world and that's your priority by default you are going to make the impact it doesn't necessarily have to happen outside of yourself first that comes from the overflow of you being your authentic self beautiful and what does it mean to be your authentic self Mm. it's funny because like I think it changes almost every day <laughs> as, as you're meeting like contractions and you're meeting blocks, you get a little bit closer to what that actually means, you know, and in a relative sense, people could go, and this is where people get lost in the spiritual world is they go, Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm an absolute, I'm God in human form. I'm a spiritual being having a human experience, but then they try and be just that spiritual being and they don't actually have the human experience. So I think for all of us is to embody that authentic version of consciousness that permeates through this meat suit that we're in and just do it to the best of our ability in any given moment. And as we know better, we will do better. That's all we can really do. That's being your authentic self. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. Well, Kate, I'm so grateful to have you on on here, honestly. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. And before, you're so welcome, before we go, I have a segment that I do at the end of each podcast and um, these questions, we've got four questions Yay! and it's called the final four. Boom. Yeah, so it's, it's pretty juicy, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> so question one, Kate, what is your definition of spirituality? Mm. Everything. Everything is from God. Everything is spiritual. Yes, beautiful. And if you could ask the powers that be, you know, divine, God, whatever it is to you, if you could ask one question and get an answer directly, what would it be? Oh, that's a good question. Oh. Mm. What's, the, what's our purpose as humans? Why are we here? Wow, that's a big yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, 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 good one. I like it. 
All right. All right. This one's a bit intense, but uh, I think it's important to talk, to talk about death. Um, what do you think happens when we die? Mm, yeah, that's my opinion on this changes like every day. Uh, recently, a very good friend of mine's son died and mm. they did a singing for him at the beach and they asked him to be there and this kind of orb-like energy showed up and wow. up until that moment I didn't really know up until that moment I was I was always changing my mind you know in medicine ceremonies you kind of get shown the other side but it, you're just energy experiencing itself but this made me question that maybe there is some sort of you know afterlife where the individual energetic signature of who we be stays and waits to get reborn into something else. Wow. Wow. What a powerful moment. Yeah, hugely powerful. Wow. Wow. Okay. So the next question. So these are all about your legacy Mm. because we're all here to leave a legacy, whether we do it intentionally or not, not intentionally. (laughs) So, um, so the questions are, so I'd like you to fill in the blanks. Mm-hmm. Kate made me feel. Limitless. Beautiful. Kate taught me. I choose my narrative. Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> Kate was always. Holding, calling me forward to be the very best version of myself that I could be. Amazing. Thank you so much, Kate. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for being on here, sharing your wisdom, and thank you for all the work that you do in this world. Thank you, sister, for providing somewhere where we can give voice to this. Like what you're doing is so powerful. So thank you very, very, very much. Thank you so much. And that is my passion to create change through conversation. Mm. So I'm big on communication, but it's really about conversation is just about communication yes. and connection. Yeah. 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 You know, and that's how the world changed for thousands of years is through conversation around campfires and you're now doing that in a modern context. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Well, guys, um, I hope you have enjoyed this episode. Uh, be sure to subscribe. And, Kate, how can everybody um, follow you, get in contact with you, check out your retreats? Yes. Um, www.katechiffeygray.com very very simple um, C-H-I-F-F-E-Y-G-R-A-Y and you can follow me on Facebook Kate Chiffy Gray the spiritual compass um, feel free to add me if I have any friends available I think I'm full <laughs> but um, I'm always happy to connect with people that want to so yeah. <laughs> I, I just accept everybody <laughs> I love it <laughs> so feel free to add me if I have spaces and on Instagram it's um, Kate Chiffy Gray and then an underscore at the end Beautiful, Mm. beautiful. Well, that's our conversation, guys. Thank you. Thank you, sister. Big love. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Practically Spiritual podcast. I cannot wait to bring the next guest on. If you have any guest requests or recommendations, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram on the handle at Jessica Palmer Official or send me through an email at jessicapalmerofficial at gmail.com. Perhaps you have an inspirational story or an important message or gift that you know that you need to share with the world. I would love to hear from you. If this podcast, this transmission has impacted your life in any way at all, 
I would love to know. So feel free to connect, send me an email, DM me, tag, share all the good stuff. I can't wait to hear from you. Keep striving, keep thriving.